This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1729, Dave Ramsey's Baby Steps Explained, by Jeff Rose of GoodFinancialSense.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome, and thanks again for joining another one of our weekly bonus episodes here on ORD. I'm your host, Greg Audino, and if you are new here, each Sunday we share a bonus episode for the week uh, in which we actually re-air an episode which originally came from one of the other shows in the OLD network. And today's comes from Optimal Finance Daily, and our host there, Diana, is going to be narrating for you. This one's all about Dave Ramsey's baby steps, which is great for couples and individuals looking to save money and build wealth for the future. So let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Dave Ramsey's Baby Steps Explained by Jeff Rose of GoodFinancialSense.com. Whereas Dave Ramsey's baby steps have often been dissected one at a time, my goal in this post is to give an overview of these steps as a unit and explain why the order is essential. Hopefully, these steps can help you create a focused life plan for your finances, regardless of your age or financial well-being. First, the baby steps. Step one. $1,000 in an emergency fund. Step two, pay off all debt except the house utilizing the debt snowball. Step three, three to six months of savings in a fully funded emergency fund. Step four, invest 15% of your household income into Roth IRAs and pre-tax retirement plans. Step five, college funding. Step six, pay off your home early. Step seven, build wealth and give. The power of focus. Dave's premise with the baby steps is that people can accomplish great things if they can just be focused. When you read over these seven steps, you think, yes, I need to be saving, but I also need to be investing for retirement. I should get my house paid off early, but I also need to be getting out of debt and saving for my kid's college. You would readily agree that all of these goals are important for successful financial planning. The problem is that your stress level kicks into overdrive with the prospect of doing them all. You clench your jaw and do what you're capable of doing while feeling anxious about the goals you place on the back burner. The baby steps plan works because when you stay focused on one step at a time, you can knowingly put some important goals on hold without the nagging feeling that you're leaving something undone. Why? Because accomplishing each step puts you in a great position to accomplish the next one. You begin to feel an empowerment and a sense of control as you get one step behind you and start the next one. You are making progress instead of treading water. Why are the baby steps in the order they are in? Steps one and two, $1,000 emergency fund and debt snowball. Notice that steps three through seven are all about using your money to do something positive for you and your family. Of course, this money comes from your income, but the problem with most of America is that we are using our income on debt payments. Because we are paying others instead of ourselves, we need to get rid of our debt, which is step two, in order to free up our income for steps three to seven. Ask yourself, What if I could use all the money I'm currently paying to creditors to start paying myself? For many people, this is $1,000 to $3,000 a month. Baby step two, the debt snowball, is designed to do just that. 
Step one is necessary before step two because you don't want to start paying off debt without having a small cushion to absorb the little unplanned expenses that will occur during step two. Step three, three to six months of savings. After completing the first two steps, you're out of debt except for your house and you now have that cash flow you dreamed about. All of the money you used to pay to others is at your disposal. The temptation is to start investing for retirement or saving for your kid's college or pay off your house early, but not so fast. You will get to those, but doing so prematurely is way too risky. Stop, take a deep breath, and use that cash flow to build up your emergency fund so you will indeed be ready for emergencies. This fund needs to be liquid in a top savings account or money market account. If you skipped this step and started any of the ensuing steps, how would you handle emergencies? Pull money from your retirement account? Rob the kids' college savings? Borrow money against your house? All bad ideas. Step three is therefore always ahead of the following steps. Steps four, five, and six, saving for retirement, college funding, and paying off home. You may be asking, why is retirement ahead of college funding? Wouldn't a good parent put his children ahead of himself? Good question. But what if you end up without sufficient retirement income because you made college funding a higher priority? Who will you be depending on in your later years? Your kids. The thing about retirement planning is that you only get one shot at it. The years go by and you will someday be retirement age. You don't have a choice. On the other hand, college funding is full of choices. Kids can get scholarships, they can work, they can attend community colleges, they can find work co-op programs, etc., etc. Step four is therefore ahead of step five. But notice that step four is 15% of your income. If you have cash flow greater than 15%, you can apply that to college funding immediately. And if you have more than enough cash flow to accomplish both steps four and five, you can use all of the extra to pay off your house early, step six. Note that step six comes behind retirement and college funding because reversing the order could possibly give you a paid-for house at the expense of a dignified retirement or helping your kids through college. Most of us wouldn't want that. Step seven, build wealth and give. Life is now very good. You have no debt, a great emergency fund, and a paid-for house. All of the cash flow that used to go towards debt reduction and house payments is now at your disposal. This, by the way, is the step Mandy and I are on. Being semi-retired, we don't have a huge income, but it's very sufficient because we also don't have any debt. We continue to invest every month and we're able to give more than we have ever given before. Once we got our house paid off, we started to budget bless money, which we put into an envelope every month just to have available so that we can bless others as we see the needs. We are also able to help our grown daughter and daughter-in-law cash flow their college. As I said, life is good. Mandy and I are experiencing great financial peace and we're very grateful for Dave Ramsey's baby steps. I wish the same for you. You just listened to the post titled Dave Ramsey's Baby Steps Explained by Jeff Rose of goodfinancialsense.com. And thank you to Jeff. He has a bunch of helpful links in the article, so take a look at the original post to find those. Dave Ramsey has helped so many people get out of debt. There is immense power in these baby steps. 
I totally agree that focusing on one goal at a time makes the whole process digestible. And I myself followed a similar process when I was getting out of debt. While I understand that the snowball method of paying off debts is recommended here so that you get some early wins that'll keep you motivated, this method has you tackle your smallest debts first without consideration of interest rates. The fastest way to pay off debt is to start with the one with the highest interest rate, also known as the avalanche method. I actually used a debt reduction calculator that showed me how long each method would take me to pay off all of my debt after I entered in all of my open lines of credit, interest rates, and minimum payment amounts. The avalanche method took significantly less time, so it made it an easy choice after seeing the two methods side by side. I think the advice to get completely out of debt and save an emergency fund before you start investing makes sense in theory because the interest you're paying on debt could be negating your investment returns. However, this doesn't take into account the tax benefits of retirement vehicles and if your employer is offering a 401k match and you don't contribute enough to equal that match, you'd be leaving free money on the table. In my case, I got out of debt in less than a year. But what if it was going to take me 10 years to get out of debt? Is it really wise to not invest at all during that time and have no retirement savings? I'm not quite so sure about that. So just like all financial advice, the Dave Ramsey baby steps should be taken with a grain of salt because it may or may not be optimal depending on your unique situation. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day and I'll see you on the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.